Well, years ago, I recall seeing the following bumper sticker uh, on a few cars, uh, one day at a time. Uh, and even though the phrase has been around for a long time, it seems to carry even more weight during various seasons of life. And the one that we're in right now is as weighty as ever. I've been dwelling on this phrase a lot this week, and I'm reminded of the lyrics of an old hymn that um, the driver of my school bus used to sing quite often. Help me today, show me the way, one day at a time. As I've gotten older, I realize that I would also have uh, sung that song if I had been a school bus driver. Seriously, we're all facing a situation that's much more pressing than rowdy kids on a school bus. And if anything, the prayer, help me today, show me the way, one day at a time, may be as appropriate uh, as it's been in a long time. Jesus was no stranger to physical threats. Uh, in Matthew 16, we read about a turning point in his ministry. Matthew 16, 21, from that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. You know, in this instance, I don't think the focus was on the resurrection. That event was going to speak for itself. In this case, I think the focus is more on how Jesus prepares his disciples for the trials that lay ahead. In this same passage, he describes the nature of discipleship, a commitment that ultimately may even cost us our physical lives. We read in Matthew 16, 24, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Luke adds one more word that helps us better understand the nature of Jesus's calling. In Luke 9, 23, we read, And then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross, and I want you to notice this word, daily, and follow me. There's something really super interesting that's going on here. First, Jesus focuses on the more immediate implications of being a follower. It's possible, and for some disciples, highly likely, that they're going to lose everything. And it's not metaphorical language that Jesus is using here. However, these words are in the greater spiritual context of life beyond death. I want you to notice what he says just after this in Matthew 16, verses 25 and 26. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? In verse 27, for the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. So in this passage, Jesus is preparing his disciples for an immediate threat, but he does so with an eye toward a bigger picture, the eternal picture. And, and I think it helps us through times 
like we're in right now. There are many unknowns, many what ifs, many if this happens thens. But here's good news. God is with us every step of the way. So I want us to take a little time today to focus on some steps that we can take as we put this pandemic in perspective. Over the next several weeks, dwell on one day at a time passages like Psalm 68, 19. Praise be to the Lord, to God our Savior, who daily bears our burdens. Psalm 84, 10. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. Proverbs 30, verse 8. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. If that sounds familiar, it should. Because Jesus in Matthew 6 teaches us to pray, give us today our daily bread. So why so much emphasis in scripture on daily? Well, this theme of daily appears again and again in the Old Testament and also in the New. And what's that all about? Well, years ago, I read a book by Ronald Hutchcraft entitled Peaceful Living in a Stressful World. And I love his explanation of the daily theme that appears throughout scripture. He writes, no matter the weight of your burdens, one day at a time is how we are built to live. And that's why Jesus taught us both about daily bread, Matthew 6, 11, and taking up our cross daily, Luke 9, 23. Any peaceful strategy for living must be committed to handling life in 24-hour bite-sized chunks. We strain ourselves when we try to carry more than the weight of today. Do you see the balance? We prepare for what lies ahead, but as believers, we're not overwhelmed by it. We make wise choices day by day so that as the days become weeks, we remain ready to face those potentially greater challenges head on. We are then ready to focus more on what we have to give than what we have lost. To focus more on hand-holding than hand-wringing. To focus more on helping than hoarding. And these are the immediate outcomes of taking up our cross and following him. Immediate outcomes that are more readily apparent when our view of of it all is eternal in nature. Jesus teaches in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 34, therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Later, Luke would report in Acts chapter 2, verses 46 and 47, every day the disciples continued to meet together in the temple courts, and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Notice that even in this instance, God used a manageable daily rhythm for adding believers to the body of Christ. 
Paul also chimes in on this daily rhythm in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 when he writes, Therefore, do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed. And here's our phrase again, day by day. You know, it just seems one day at a time was a most important rhythm of life of Jesus and his disciples. And I'm pretty sure it's a rhythm that God wants us to continue, particularly when we find ourselves in extremely stressful situations like the one we're in right now. If we choose otherwise, well, it could very easily give way to panic. And we've seen what that leads to, right? Well, let me leave you with a final thought as you think about the impact that you can make as a disciple of Jesus as we walk through this time together one day at a time. And the realization is this. Satan acts to overwhelm us, but God overwhelms us to act. And when I say God overwhelms us, I don't mean by this situation. I mean God overwhelms us by his love and by his mercy and by his grace. I was reminded of a, a powerful, um, some powerful counsel going all the way back from the 14th century by a lady named Mother Julian, who was the anchorite of Norwich. And she spoke many, many years ago, all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. For there is a force of love moving through the universe that holds us fast and will never let us go. We love you all and uh, we'll look forward to continuing these times together as we worship virtually. We also look forward to seeing you face to face, hopefully real soon. Take care, everybody, and have a great day.